0: Hello and welcome to Good Film Hunting, the podcast where two sisters living in different parts of the country talk about their and their friends' favorite childhood movies and and movies of today. So today we have um, a special guest. I'll let Eleanor introduce her and we're going to be talking about the movie Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Today we have Christina Jeffords. Actually, I don't think I've ever said your last name out loud, so I assume that's how I pronounce that's it. Correct. Yes. <laughs> it's like a very white name. Yeah, it
2: is. A <laughs> Spanish <language>. Eleanor, we <laughs> too and have a don't very don't white it, name. Right? So, to you. How do people pronounce it? Jeffers, Jeffries, Jefferson. So they just
1: ignore by the actual uh-huh. spelling.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah.
1: So, Christina, tell us a little bit about what you do in Los Angeles currently.
2: Currently. Okay. Um, So, I've been here for about 10 years now, and I'm currently in grad school studying mental health counseling. I'm in my second year of my program um, at Loyola Marymount, which I really enjoy. And then I also work there as the program coordinator for a postgrad service organization called Ignatian Service Corps, which is, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's really similar to. Peace Corps, um, except it's much smaller based in South Los Angeles, in a nutshell. And you also teach yoga. Oh, and I teach yoga, family yoga on the weekends, um, like so with children, children Annie. and their parents and sometimes grandparents and uncles and like, it's a real, it's a real diverse group.
0: That's so and fun. And
2: yeah. she also edits photos. Oh, and I'm a photo editor.
0: <laughs> so you do like <laughs> all the jobs.
2: I do all the jobs. I've been doing that for, like, six years, seven years now since I graduated. It's just a freelance thing that I do on the side to kind of, you know, go on vacation and stuff.
1: But what I particularly love about that is, Annie, do you remember when Ghostbusters came out last year? And, like, the internet was, like, obsessed with that picture of the little girls, like, staring at Kristen Wiig, like, in adoration,
2: she edited that one and selected it. I did, and I almost didn't pick it because I didn't like the way Kristen Wiig looked in it, and I thought she might not appreciate that, but it was such a sweet moment that I put it yeah. out there, and then it was all over BuzzFeed, and I just, it was cool. No one knew, and I had anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, like the
1: puppet master, yes. like controlling the interwebs emotions. From my living room. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it is great, like, to sit with her, like, on the couch as she, like, <laughs> goes through them at the speed of light and all this yeah and there's a big difference like celebrities don't look as good as we would hope no they don't when they're on the red carpet that yeah. editing makes a huge it's difference a huge difference, yeah because I always wondered that anyway and it makes me feel grateful because you know how like you put on <laughs> makeup and I don't often wear makeup but then it's like every time I like put on powder I like I'm like why do I do this because in 20 minutes I look, like, shiny and rudder than I did ever before. I was like, how
2: is it that they, like,
1: can go shine-free the entire day and they well, can't?
2: Well, the secret is the lighting. So if there's, it's overcast or the photographer knows what they're doing, then they'll just look flawless no matter what their makeup looks like. But if it's super harsh lighting and, you know, their face is blown out, their shine is just way too much. So it's, yeah, it's a toss-up.
0: Well, that does make me happy to know that they're like realer than magazines, which, like, I know, but like, I don't know. Anyway, so let's let's jump into our first segment, which is favorite things of this week. So, does anybody have a favorite thing? I mean, I could go, so.
1: I have two. Okay. One is the song I'm the One, which is like a DJ Khaled, uh, Justin Bieber. Perfect. Oh my god!
0: It's so good
1: rapper it's so good. It's definitely
0: going to be like the song of the summer. It has
1: a very island beat. Um the, one. the music video is absurd. Wait, can it's I like, talk
0: about the music video for a hot second because what I really want to know is I want to know how to get DJ Khaled's job cuz seemingly according to that music video all he does is call his really really rich friends, very talented people, call them over to his house, record their vocals and just dance in the background.
1: While That's his, his job. Six month old son is deemed the executive producer. His baby is so cute, though. Yeah,
2: he brings his baby and his wife to every event he's at.
1: Someone then told me that
2: he apparently, like,
1: Snapchatted his wife's, like, giving birth. He and did. Like, oh my God. He did that. That was it. Okay. Did she, with her permission, or? I don't know how much, like, th- again, I've not given birth. I don't know how much <laughs> thought you have in that moment, being like, stop Snapchatting, me fool. I think I would.
0: Okay, so Eleanor, number two.
1: Number two. I saw the movie How to Be a Latin Lover. So cute. I'm obsessed with O'Hanio Durbas. It's about another movie with him and children, and I could watch any movie with this guy interacting with children. It was also cute, too, because so much of it was really recognizable. A lot of it's set in Echo Park, and at the end, they do this, like, music video number, and it's, like, in Echo Park, in MacArthur Park, and it's, like, all of these places I know, and I was so excited.
2: Yeah, that's great.
1: It was great. <laughs> it was very funny. I mean, it was, like, silly as all get-out felt. Her shoot time was probably, like, maybe 12 hours tops, because she, like, just plays, like, a really intensive, like, froyo employee who, like, loves cats. Like, okay. that is, like, that is the extent of her role. But it was, like, really
2: adorable. Okay. I just thought of something. hmm I only have one thing. Um, it is P. Diddy at the Met Gala. Did you see those photos? What yes. Is this? Okay, so yeah. You haven't seen this, Eleanor. So he was wearing this cape sort of looking thing. And at one point he was lounging on the stairs. And the photos are incredible. So you have to Google it right Wait, now. Okay, yeah. But the ridiculousness the of that is my favorite thing of this week.
0: It is pretty amazing. I, I will totally agree with you. Yeah. I kind of love the Met Gala because... It's like they get to do these outlandish things that they would never really wear, but it like works that one night, and it's kind of fun.
1: I did really like the picture of like all of the popular Indian and Pakistani actors like in one frame. Yes, yeah, did you see that one? No, it was really cool. Are you? Oh my gosh, Annie! It's so cool. It's Mindy and it's Riz Ahmed and it's the guy whose name I don't know, but he just did the White House Correspondence Dinner and it's he's very funny
0: okay so um my favorite thing this week so i have i had like a bunch and it was like a lot of music but i think i'm gonna go with one song so despacito because i can no longer say that word without singing it it's like justin bieber remixed this like puerto rican singer song um
1: Daddy Yankee. With
0: dad Well nah. no, it's like a Puerto Rican singer, Luis Fontana, he like a sang the song. And then Daddy Yankee remixed it and then Justin Bieber. So anyway, the reason that I really love the song is that my roommate, Mo, shout out to Mo who's in the other room, introduced me to the song a couple weeks ago. And I was like, "Okay, I'm feeling this." And I like kind of added it to my like playlist. And then on Tuesday night, I like was teaching this leadership class for like I inner city girls. That's like such a weird thing to say cuz we all live in the city. But um girls, like mostly Hispanic girls um through this like volunteer program and so I was working with them all all semester and it was my last night and we had like a celebration and I like independently pulled up Despacito because I like loved it and it was in my head and the students like freaked out they were like what you know this song <laughs> and it and was it's just... also, like the
1: most inappropriate song because I, know. I was listening to it with Ariana and she was like I don't think you know what this means and I was like you're right I don't do you know what, do you know what it's saying
0: I, it's saying slowly that's all I got
1: no it's saying I want to fuck you so hard you forget your last name <laughs> what but i also like don't understand wait that
0: is as a so funny like <laughs> i, mean, I li- that feels
1: like more like assault <laughs> so
0: i like literally played this song for my colleagues in the lunchroom today so like everything is awesome i mean if they're not spanish
2: speakers then-
0: no then <laughs> I mean, we're fine That is so funny. Okay, anyway, let's jump in and start talking about Junior. Um, (laughs) Now that I've done my one embarrassing thing of the podcast. um, (laughs) Only one. Only one. Well, we're only ever allowed one. Um,
1: Okay, so Christina. Yes. Can you give us a synopsis of the movie Junior?
2: Um, Sure. So there are three main characters. Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is a researcher, I believe... Yes. yes. Um, Danny DeVito. Super nerdy. Super, yes, very intellectual. Danny DeVito, who is an OBGYN, um, also his best friend and research partner. Match. And they are coming up with a. Drug to help prevent miscarriages and pregnancies, or something like that. That, that part was always cloudy. <laughs> was a child, I, and then I rewatched, like <laughs> we're watching it. I don't know if they have a really valid reason like, yeah. to make like, pregnant. They created a drug, and they um, the FDA did not approve it, and so they decided to test it out on Arnold. And they just, you know, they decided that it, well, it didn't matter if they tested it on a woman or a man. So Arnold took the bullet for them <laughs> um, and he becomes pregnant and, and he, okay. So also I should backtrack and say that there is an, a, the third character involved is Emma Watson.
0: Emma Thompson. Right? <laughs>
2: yes. Who also works for the lab in some capacity and she has donated her eggs Oh, that's right. And so he uses her, he steals her eggs.
0: Danny DeVito does.
2: Yes. I just watched it. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So Arnold is pregnant with Emma Watson's baby. Um, and it's a story about him, you know, being a man and being pregnant and, um, all
1: that comes with that. (laughs) Why do you think you were so attracted to this movie as a child?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to sort of think about that on the way over here. Um, I think it would be hard to unravel my eight-year-old psyche um, just in one night, but (laughs) I can say that as a young feminist, the idea of the role reversal of this woman who is super into her career and doesn't want to have a baby, so she just sort of donates her eggs to science, and then this man carrying her baby was kind of interesting to me, and... um, I've also just always been fascinated by birth and pregnancy. So any show or movie relating to that I was into.
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean, like my favorite trope is on the unplanned pregnancy. Like both it's as true. a tragedy Eleanor loves and that.
0: But um, also, it, I mean, I think that Eleanor, we too, like as children, I mean I remember I definitely had this, and I'm still really into pregnancy. Like I find pregnancy and birth and like young childhood fascinating. But um we really liked Look Who's Talking. And I mean the first like the opening scenes of Three Men and a Baby. Of, yes. I love
2: Three Men and Baby. Never seen Look Who's Talking. Well Really? I watched Three Men and Baby. That's probably my second favorite movie. I watched that at least twenty times. What are your thoughts on Three Men
1: and a Little Lady?
2: So I good. didn't like it as much, obviously. The sequel is never as good.
1: See, weirdly, I feel like we're a family that enjoys bad sequels, sometimes yes. much more so than the original. Okay, but <laughs> so wait, let's talk
0: about Junior, because I had so many thoughts, because I just watched half of it. Um, so, here, okay, so... Um, again, I never saw it as a child. So there's no like nostalgia there, which I recognize. But the science Christina really doesn't hold up. (laughs) There are lots of things that they don't explain. Like, I was watching Danny DeVito, like insert the fertilized egg. Into somewhere in Arnold, <laughs> unexplained.
1: <laughs> but watching that
0: happen, and I'm just like,
1: "How I is that Catholic th- school? So <laughs> she knows okay. stuff."
0: I I do, I do. I teach sex ed, so I'm really well versed in you know the human body. But so it's going into a cavity, as they explain it. They just pull out this random body cavity that, like, doesn't exist in Arnold's, because if you look at his stomach, he has, like, abs for, like, ever. But anyway, so ignore the abs. Somewhere there's a cavity. The baby's there. How is it going to get nutrition? His body isn't built to have an umbilical cord. They never explain it whole, 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 <laughs>
1: I feel like your fifth graders could take this down. So sidebar, one of Annie's <laughs> best sex ed teaching stories was the point where she and her co-teacher explained sex so critically that all of her students thought that people can only have sex in hospitals.
0: <laughs> I have ruined kids for life. For life.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think it's the best story.
0: No, I even have better ones. So, I mean, we'll talk sometime. I mean, there was this one, also little girl who, like, she just, like, couldn't understand periods and, like, was very, very nervous about them. So, there were three female teachers in the classroom and I was like okay here's the deal like the three of us have periods and like we're fine we still come to work like you're not going to be like on the floor and this little girl goes no there's no way you have your periods you guys are nice all the time like a woman on her period is not nice <laughs> and I, what was also so funny and ironic was on that day I had my period and I was looking at her and being like what is wrong with you <laughs> like, <You're>
1: like <laughs> How old
0: was she? 10.
1: Okay. I understand. <laughs> it is fascinating. I don't, it would have been like the type of thing as a nine-year-old. I, I don't think I could have ever imagined
0: a man being I pregnant. A money.
2: I didn't question any of it, honestly. Really? I questioned none of it. I was just like, this is funny. <laughs> and this guy's <laughs> pregnant.
1: Can we also talk about, like, it's an uncomfortable truth, but, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger was very
2: good looking. Yes. And they Years sure.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. And he had, I mean, my roommate and I were talking about this because I made her watch it with me, too. Um, And it's kind of funny because he has this, like, huge body and, like, his abs are, like, truly incredible. Like, they go on for days. But at the same time, I like that they put him in these, like, cute, nerdy glasses to kind of, like, step up (laughs) his intelligence. Like, where it's like, oh, he's, like, an intellectual. He's not only a bodybuilder.
1: It's like she's all that, where she wears glasses, and she's ugly, and yes. then she takes them off and walks down the stairs, and, and she's, she's gorgeous.
0: Okay, also, I love that movie, and I know like that that's not oh. real, but I do love that movie.
1: Um, I love that movie. and that song. Kiss Me by Kiss me. the record. Wait, Be what did you guys think of Emma K- Watson's Twilight.
0: character? Emma Thompson.
1: Thompson. Oh, sorry, Emma Thompson. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so Emma Thompson's character... I just, like, love watching Emma Thompson. And I know trying to she's think about delightful. This in her career. And this is 94. So it was a year after Much Ado About Nothing. And I think this is around the time that she and Kenneth Branagh were breaking up. And so, in my mind, I was like, I hope she's happy in this moment.
0: Whoa. That's you thought. thought, like, very deeply into that.
1: That's, like, a relationship that's always bothered me. Um, because they were, like, beautiful in Henry V beautiful beautiful and much ado about nothing
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then but then it's like also okay because then she did sense and sensibility and she got with the she got with willoughby is that the bad guy yes in real life and he was like 11 years younger so she like then oh was a rob uh, cradle robber mm-hmm. which i think is great and then they like adopted a child i want to say from like somewhere in east africa
2: okay and this was during the time of junior filming around
1: the time. Okay. Because Sense and Sensibility was 1995.
2: Are well, they she still together? brought a lot of enrichment to her life. <laughs> if nothing else, I, like,
1: really hope that she just enjoyed it. A lot of her outfits were very reminiscent of, like, what she wore in the 2015 movie A Walk in the Woods. And I was like, oh, that's fascinating. Like, hmm. in well, 21 okay. years. Well, okay, also,
0: like, um, talking about her outfits, she did kind of play into the stereotypical, like, scientist woman, though. Because her outfits are Paris. very much like, like, really think about it, janes and tarzans the animated movie <laughs> like kind of like uh, dull muted greens with yes. like lab coats and like hair pulled back you know she wasn't yes. like a cute like right she couldn't be like
1: beautiful
2: and intellectual at the same time right because that's unacceptable
1: yeah i feel this pressure every day and i know i'm bucking all the trends by being both <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all are that's- eleanor i need to go grab some tissue
1: oh, sorry
2: <laughs> Wait, so Eleanor, what did you think of his
1: Um, it's, I, okay, I was shocked by how attractive I found Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. That was one of my big takeaways. But then I also read that, like, Danny DeVito is, like, charming in a Very weird, so. twisted way. Mm-hmm. And, like, I still think he's enjoyable. Like, I love him as Phil in Hercules. I really like him, um, in the One Direction music video. Mm-hmm. Which One Direction music video is Danny DeVito in? Uh,
0: I forget. But I actually, talking about Danny DeVito, I can't watch him. I have a very hard time. Because. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. So, I have a hard time watching people act like animals or insects in movies. And so, like, two, 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 yeah. Number one, Danny DeVito is Penguin. Freaked. The heck, Annie, out of
1: is me. A, Annie is a child. Like there was one Christmas when our cousins watched it in Whitefish Bay, Wisconsin, and Annie like was like having none of it. No, you were like five or something,
0: and it really she scares was, like, me. And then number two, I another 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 movie I cannot watch, Men in Black. Number one because of the guy uh, who's like a cockroach. Like the way uh, that uh, man moved his body, I like I still can't handle just like thinking about it. So anyway. Okay. Danny DeVito is hard for me to handle. I can handle him <laughs> in animated form. That's about it. He's also about, so like, short. He's like a... Sh- he also... A, Mo pointed this out. Eleanor. He reminds me of Johnny Romano.
1: Uh, he does have very yeah, Johnny Romano-like Johnny Romano's our little brother's... Uh, it's one okay. one of his Johnny really Robleson. best friends. Okay. Um, who was the Notre Dame leprechaun? Many people do not believe him to be real. I honestly, like, it was even at work. I was trying to just, I was like, yeah. And, like, they were like, oh, how was Chicago? And I was like, well, like, Saturday was really exhausting because they didn't expect us on the entire day with Johnny Romano. And they're like, that's not a real person. I was like, he really much is. And they're like, that's a mobster in the 20s in New Jersey. And I was like, no, he's very much a 25 year old in Chicago.
0: Yes, that is who he is.
1: He's the most absurd human being. He and my brother. Yeah, he and my brother are going on a bromantic trip. The two of them to Hawaii. They this is like Saturday. they were just on a cruise together. Okay. <laughs> Saturday. Johnny met his girlfriend by lying to her and inviting her to Eucharistic Adoration. Oh God. <laughs> Your dream. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, moving on from Johnny Romano. Uh, so somebody has to tell me how this film ends, because, I mean, it won't yeah. happen tonight, me finishing this movie, because truthfully, I'm, like, on my deathbed and will <laughs> fall asleep right after.
2: Um, so things get really hairy when, he, hairy when he gets much bigger, and he has to hide it from yeah. everyone, including the people at the lab. Uh, and like that? FDA, the FDA, and eventually Emma Thompson finds out that's her baby, and she's pissed at first, then she's supportive, and and so he goes to this birthing center, and then he, you know. He, becomes a woman at that point to hide the pregnancy so he has like a blonde wig Mm -hmm. and he does drag he does drag and then he has the baby wait question Uh, (laughs) because I have like a
0: real scientific question um does he give birth via c-section I mean that's the only way that's gonna happen he has no birth canal (laughs) yeah
2: we know um Honestly, like...
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna, like, Wikipedia right I don't now. Think, I don't think they
2: would have no. him, like, push the baby Even out in the mid-90s, days.
1: they'd be like, yeah. that's taking it a bit too
2: far. But um, eventually, I mean, Emma Thompson is fully on board with this plan, and then they fall in love and um, parent the baby together.
1: Which is, like, beautiful, because yeah. I don't think she wanted to
2: have a baby. She didn't, and then she was like, well, it's happening.
1: Yeah, which is, I feel like, that's a position many guys are put in.
2: Sure, yeah.
0: Okay. okay, so um, I do like that they end up together. I'm still I concerned about baby. the they well, have another baby, and,
2: and it also brings back together via Arnold.
0: Via yeah, Emma. Yeah,
2: she has. She gets to have her chance to be pregnant.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Only yeah. equity. Um, I think
1: the course of the pregnancy. Don't Danny DeVito gets back with his ex-wife? Yes. That's
2: right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so I have a, a question
0: for you guys. Was this movie seen as, like, a feminist manifesto in the 90s, or?
2: No, I was eight, so I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, It was in my eyes. I wish they would have followed him postpartum, you
1: know? Oh, my gosh. It's like,
2: does he experience?
0: Postpartum depression. Yeah. His
2: body changing, and.
1: Oh, my gosh. Wait, I forgot the ending. That's so funny. What? So, um, so now Arnold Schwarzenegger and Emma Thompson. They have two kids. And then, like, Danny DeVito and his, ex, his ex-wife, his ex now reunited wife, they have one kid, because she's given birth, and she's like, oh, I'd love to have another baby, but I just don't want to be pregnant again. So then they, like, it ends with them all, like, cajoling Danny DeVito, like, your turn.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, That's how it ends. Do we think that he has one? Should there be a junior, too?
1: I would watch it. Oh, my gosh. What if there was, like, yeah, we would absolutely watch it. What if they did, like, a grandchild version?
0: Yeah, but
1: that's
2: a story to tell your, how do you tell that to your friends? Like, my dad gave birth to me.
1: Yeah, well now it would be really interesting because with transgender politics, it would be a whole nother. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's so funny. They named the baby girl Junior. Cute. Cute, cute, cute. Yeah, they don't really talk about how exactly he gives birth. Just fast forward to
2: the end and watch that part.
0: Okay, well still the way that he gives birth it's troubling to me. I mean, lots of the science of this film troubles me. But, like, I instantly I was like, how is this going to get out of him? Like, I don't really understand how it's
1: getting into him, but the getting out.
2: Just science. Just know that it's very high-tech science that we don't understand.
1: We only did humanities here,
2: so it's fine.
0: Okay, I teach. Yes. I teach, so I know everything.
2: <laughs> you should show that movie to your kids.
1: your sex ed class honestly because think about it annie like
2: that way like if they don't question anything then you know then you know you failed as a teacher Yeah, maybe it's more of a true false quiz
0: (laughs) well okay i already think that i failed teaching sex ed like this is real because one of the moms came in for our second trimester parent teacher conferences and goes i just have to tell you guys a story and we were like okay like we're ready for this and she's like the day that they learned about female anatomy my little boy got in the car very solemn and was like mom i have to ask you a question when am i going to get my period and she told me this and I was like we failed
2: it's <laughs> also the it's good that he like,
1: knew enough to like be terrified of the <laughs> of the like premise that like he too would bleed monthly uh. <laughs> he
0: recognized she it as a hardship yeah she thought it was so funny as did I also just I mean to be fair to me I did not teach him that because we separate the boys and the girls so it's really the okay. ma- two male teachers it was their fault they did something okay. wrong <laughs>
1: something went wrong there oh my goodness ridiculous the most ridiculous
0: yeah, this is why teaching sex ed is so fun. Like people are always like, Oh, isn't it like awkward? And I'm like, It's my favorite day of the year <laughs> it's
2: Only one day?
0: No, it's like a it's whole a Catholic school. it's um we we have like a whole unit around it, but like the actual like we do one day of like the male genitalia and one day of the female genitalia And then it's okay. just also so funny, can I tell you my, another one of my favorite things is like when ten year olds realize that the opposite sex is different from, like, them. Because, like, they'll spend these two days apart, right? But, like, only, like, 40 minutes. And then we'll come back together to pack up in the, like, the end of the day. And, like, the boys and the girls coming back together, you see their eyes come and get wide and be like, oh, my gosh, he has a penis. She has a vagina. Like, you can, like, see it happening in their brains. And it's so funny. And I just, like, love that moment when they're like, whoa. Like, everything changes. Um sure. So, anyway, now that she's we've...
1: Like, so funny. I just remember when Amanda... Because I never had to do it, because I did not teach science. I remember specifically Amanda teaching at MCA, and she got a banana, and she got a condom, but she was going to get in trouble if she taught them. So, she had them... She snuck them around her in, like, a circle, and no. she's, like, like... And they, like, set up this whole system that if someone was, like, at the door, they'd be, like, a code word. And, like, this group of students was, like, super into code words, to the point where, like, do you remember when we surprise Mary Callahan because like my co-teacher it was like her birthday and the students wanted to do a surprise they came up with like the most intense surprise to the point where they're like they sent someone to tell her that I have had like an accident and have fallen on the ground and needed 911 so like it got to the point where it got so out of control that they like brought a wheelchair down and people thought I was dead so like they were very into this idea that like we cannot let Miss... Because Amanda to told them she'd get fired or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> you're ridiculous. Anyway. Oh, God, children with these things.
0: Yeah, anyway. So, okay. I guess now this kind of all leads us to our final question. of Do we show this to kids today? Does it have value, even entertainment value? Um, yes. <laughs>
1: It definitely has entertainment value. Like there's also something charming about nineties comedies.
0: I would agree with that. I I mean
1: that's part of I mean, part of the reason I loved How to Be a Latin Lover is granted it's like it's Pantaleon, which is a Sony production arm, which like is specifically towards marketed towards like bilingual or Spanish speaking audiences. Mm -hmm. But like and a lot of times like how it looks is very much like a nineties comedy. Sure. And it's like comforting in the way that I now find like multi camp sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Like one day at a time it was like comforting. Oh my god, it was so good. It's yes,
2: comforting.
1: It well,
0: okay. So I I would agree. Yeah. I think that I think that kids see should see this movie because I think it does show, or at least makes real for this one dude, the realities of pregnancy. Like, I personally thought it was pretty funny watching Arnold Schwarzenegger listening to, like, Daddy's Girl, or, like, Blast Dance with Dad, or whatever that crazy song (laughs) is. He's watching the music video of, like, all these dads, like, holding their baby girls, and just, like, sobbing, and, like, unable to control his emotions. And, and I feel like, that is something that women have to carry so often. And it's just like, oh, you're just being Uh emotional. And it's like, no, like, at least in this sense, they get, like, a visual of a very masculine male being emotional, you know, and somewhat irrationally emotional, you know. Anyway, that's my thought.
2: Yeah, and I think that the, the piece about him being very masculine is the most important part, and that is where they did good in casting.
1: He's masculine hyper-masculine.
2: to go through this very feminine process,
1: and this was, I think, like Pete Schwarzenegger, too, in terms of like his career because mm. it was shortly after.
2: Had he already done Terminator? He'd
1: done at least like one or two Terminators, okay. but like he was, you know, Arnold was like in the game, so I guess like an equivalent would now be. It might be, like, if we think about Channing Tatum and She's the Man when he sticks, like, a tampon up his nose, and, like, that was such, like, kind no, of a revolutionary I, that moment.
2: not revolutionary.
1: But, like, it's weird because, like, it's, like, him, and you're, like, oh, he's, like, hyper masculine. and you're, like, oh, he's a tampon up his nose. God, that's a really good movie. I should rewatch it.
0: <laughs> it is a good movie. If he's
1: the man, yet. What a waste. <laughs> it's true.
0: That one's gonna be really um. good. Um
1: someone who's like hyper masculine in today's culture. Mm-hmm. I guess it are uh, these like things though.
0: What do you think? I mean, I do what think is, what... I do think Channing Tatum is seen as hyper masculine because of like the Magic Mike movies and like women's yeah, kind of God, fawning over him. Um Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, Marshahala Ali, I would say, is like pretty Masculine?
1: Even though he's, like, 50 years old. Isn't he's that crazy? 50? I'm pretty sure. He's, he's not. Like he's so in so his much 30s. older than we expect. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, I think rock. that he's, like, hyper-masculine to me. Not maybe hyper-masculine, but, like, he comes off as that. Um, maybe The I Rock?
2: I think not only... Oh, The Rock. Yes. Yeah, Steve, but we was should was a do a remake with The Rock. The
1: Rock would be a good person to do yes. a remake
0: of Or Vin yes. Diesel. I'm actually
1: surprised he hasn't. Vin Diesel, like there you go. Vin Diesel in the pacifier. I, I was did just thinking so about good. That. Yeah.
0: Well, the pacifier is like actually a delightful movie. Like I think that that is a very fun that is- movie. I'm oh,
1: sorry. Ugh. I would love to rewatch it. It's been a while. I think we watched it. Did we watch it in Bloomington, Indiana with Anna?
0: I think so, and I I, I remember being surprised at how delightful I found it. Like, I went in very much like, this is going to be a terrible movie, and I left and was like, huh, like, that wasn't bad. Yeah, those are the
1: best kind of movies when you don't expect them to be good at all.
0: Okay, well, we've got to wrap this up because I need to go pass out. I'm already in my bed, so it's going to be a very (laughs) easy transition. Um... (laughs) I feel like this is how we always end our podcast with me being late, like, and being I, sleep. I need to
1: fall asleep immediately.
0: <laughs> um, our listeners must think I'm like, I don't even know. Not <laughs> Yeah, that, that word. <laughs> so, okay. okay. If, yeah, Eleanor, you go. Sorry.
1: Our final segment is if you could be anywhere in the world right now, no cost, consideration, where would you go? Oh, and why?
2: Anywhere quiet on the beach. I'm really sick of the city and all the sounds and just the overpopulation of people all the time so Mm. if I could go anywhere secluded that's on a beautiful beach, that would be it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Eleanor?
1: Eleanor? Alternatively, like just now, this sprung into my head because I'd given this question no thought. But like Tokyo, which is like Ooh. the exact opposite yes. of everything you just said. I can't
2: handle that right now. <laughs> so you have fun there. Yeah, just because like
1: n- I guess I'm in the mood for like small things in my mind.
0: And that's Tokyo?
1: You know, like small, like actual small <laughs> items. or like, like, like
0: want to <laughs> go buy a bunch of cool small items. What <laughs> a weird thing. What a weird,
1: weird thing. <laughs> I think you can accomplish that here. But... Yeah, I was in Little Tokyo on, like, Sunday, and I essentially saw little things. But also food. You know, the yeah, usual. Yeah. Primarily food. Why do um, I go anywhere?
0: So, Chicago has, like, gotten weirdly cold. Like, it was really warm in February here, and, like, we had, like, a 70-degree degree day in January. And now it's, like, stuck in the 45s, like, to 55 range. And, like, I just need some sunshine and warmth. So I'm going to say Hawaii because also Eleanor and I have been talking about our potential trip this summer. And I'm We need to buy those
1: tickets. My bad.
0: Yeah. I just, like, really – I just, like, want to be not here in, like, a tropical place. Yeah. And with Yeah. And so I was just – before we were podcasting, I was reading this article – um, about in the New York from the New York Times about how like phones are like science is now showing that our phones are stopping us from like having actual conversations because even just having them next to you if they're turned off or silent like adds this kind of informality to to conversation, because you're, like, always kind of distracted, even if you aren't, which I thought was fascinating, and so I I feel really called right now to, like, go and be isolated, like, to actually turn off my cell phone, and to actually be, like, no one can contact me. Um,
1: Yes. My best days at work are when I turn my phone on airplane, for sure.
2: Yeah.
0: I have my phone on silent all the time, which is why my family gets angry at me. (laughs)
1: if I text anyone when I'm at work, it's
0: primarily you and you respond, which always makes me nervous about the children. I know. I should not. Okay. No more texting you. Bye. Okay. Good night. <laughs> podcast listeners. <laughs> it's time for bed. <laughs> also, you're starting to sound like an alien again.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I love am I, am it. I, I, okay. I, bye. I'm, I sound like an
1: alien. alien.
0: Yeah, you still yeah. are. It's, like, right oh, at 35 yeah. minutes, so yeah. we should look into that. Yeah, yeah. Anytime
1: we uh, like, 45 minutes, minutes it's going to be transfers as an
0: alien. It is. It's, like, this weird <laughs> echo, and it's amazing. Yeah, you guys yeah
1: we can find a friend who lives, uh, Annie and Keith's soul, their face is like, like, it's, like, innocent. It's crazy.
0: Okay, well, goodbye, <laughs> dear Bye. listeners. Bye for